Hey, Sam BMI, we're going to do some gear tonight. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing all right, man. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I want to thank you for putting some time aside. I know you're getting ready to go out with Faster Pussycat and get your gear back, so you're sneaking in some time. It's appreciated, man. Uh, no problem. I'm excited to do this. Well, we've heard your some of your tunes, actually, too. Uh, new tunes. Uh, your singles sound good, man. Did not, not now. Disappoint. Did not disappoint. Not now. <laughs> that is awesome, so, man. Ah, oh, well, very glad to hear that you liked it. I, I've been jamming to it since it came out. If anybody can hear that in the background, that is actually not sarcasm. That's just a cricket in the background. <laughs> it's not a lot of bad jokes being made. So let's talk. You got some gear back? What are you bringing on the road? What are we doing here, man? All right. Should we just get right into this? Let's see. Um, what do you want to start with? You want, you want to start with guitars? Yeah. What have you got? Reach turns like it's like Christmas. Just reaching the first gift you got near you, grab it, you start opening it. Yeah. You think? All right. Think. So, well, uh, I'll talk about the three that I'm planning on taking on the road with me. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a very indecisive person, and I got about five more days to yeah. change my mind. So, uh, you have but, a limited space, though. Do you have to take X amount of room? Or is it like the truck has this much room? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> No, there's no limit of space, but I mean, I'm not going to bring like 12 guitars, you know, I'm going to bring like, I think I'm going to bring three and I think I'm uh, picking up one or two along the way from uh, like it back home. I think I might pick up one or two. Yeah. Um, so here, here's the first one. This is, this is my favorite guitar. This is my number one. It's a either 2002 or 2004. I'm not really sure of the year. Uh, Les Paul Classic. Mm-hmm. And I got this off Craigslist just because I wanted a a good Les Paul for touring that I didn't really have to worry about if something happened to it and any of that sort of stuff. And then it instantly became my favorite guitar. So now it's now, something it that are you did you put anything in it? Uh, so I changed I changed the tuners because I love Grovers. Okay. So changed the tuners to Grovers. Changed the pickups out for pariah pickups which i do a lot now on a lot of guitars right here these guys nice and uh i really really like what sean does that's who uh he's the guy from pariah and uh when i got this is actually the first set of pickups i got from him and when i put them in this guitar it just made it just completely come to life it had some other higher output something in it. I don't really know, but uh, I love them. So Sean does great stuff. And the case, that'll be the case with about five of the guitars. I think I'm showing you. I think they have pariahs in them now. Wow. But, but that's it. Yeah. So, uh, so this is my number one. And then I guess we could just keep going down the line. Yeah. There's no rules, man. So this is a 2004 or 2005. I can't remember one of them. I've got two of them. So one of them's 2004, one of them's 2005. I don't, I just don't remember which. Uh, Les Paul special. Mm-hmm. So it's the special faded where it's kind of got a little bit of the wornness to it. And I changed these tuners also out for growers and what do you swap. like about Grover so much? 
they just work <laughs> and they seem to uh they seem to hold tune better these had this had um like those little les paul jr kind of tuners i don't know what those are called but it had those and then it had some other ones that my buddy recommended yeah and then i just got you know just found some grovers on craigslist and i got them and i'm curious yeah, i keep hearing about them that's why i was asking pretty much uh five of these five of these all have grovers yeah yeah so i don't know i just i like them a lot grovers and, and pariah uh, is your your jam and uh yeah this has a a pariah in the neck it still has a uh a DiMarzio Super Distortion 90. So this is a a humbucker. Here, let's see. I'll do this. This is a yep. uh, a humbucker size or P90 sized humbucker. Sorry, I get confused on that. It's so it's a humbucker that's the size of a P90. And then my buddy wired wow. up this guitar to be able to do a split. So um, with Faster Pussycat, there's a lot of stuff like one guitar player of the original guys, like one guy would be playing a Strat and one guy would be playing a Les Paul. So this is kind of a guitar that if anybody likes the band or knows of the songs, like um, I'll use for like Cat House or where there's a whip where it kind of has like a little bit of, I don't know, somewhere in between a, a Les Paul and a Strat, kind of somewhere yeah. in there. So um, that's really all there is on this one. So and it's yellow <laughs> so tv yellow it just it it i feel cool when i'm playing it <laughs> <laughs> well every guitar we have to assume it has the cool factor otherwise yeah and so this this is the third one that i think i'm taking out with me on this run i like that and uh it's a 2004 uh e actually that's weird all of those might be all of these might be 2004 that's really weird just realized that um it's a 2004 uh es 137 and this one came stock with grovers so this one this one came with them and uh the only thing i've changed about it since i've had it is uh it just got a set of pariah pickups in it now and it just uh, I just got this back now, the other day. The, so. Doing the same pickups is so many different guitars. Is it giving you a continuity of sound sort of similar, or is it giving you a new different sound with each guitar? So they're actually all different. So, I mean, because each guitar is completely, you know, completely different thing. So even the Pariahs that I have in two of my Les Pauls, they sound completely different from each you other. You what I'm getting at. You're doing a mad scientist thing that most guitarists go, I don't really have the guitars to do this, but if I could take the same pickup and put it in all these different guitars and hear what it sounds different, <laughs> you did it. <laughs> oh, it's it's kind of just more, my reason for doing it is I really like what Sean's pickups did to my, my main guitar. I really love how it made it sound and everything that he's done so far has just been really, so really great. So yeah. Um, yeah. I know. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. I think so does it really so the the pickup really kind of takes the guitar sound itself and blows it up more than having yeah. its own sound the pickup having its own sound it really gives it a better sound to the instrument itself like like a I feel like his stuff just brings out more of the 
the guitar you know this this one in particular these uh i had them do i think a little less high output because i don't i don't know what this came with whether it was burst buckers or maybe it says on them because these are these let's see they do not actually say what they are so but uh you know, these just are, are less hot than what was in it. And I really, really like him. And he's just, a, he's a really good guy too. Really, really nice guy. Really supportive. Uh, and, you know, it's, uh, it's really cool. So this is, uh, and this has like a pretty, like the three of these kind of have pretty thin necks too, which I kind of like. You're a thin neck um, guy, right? I'm trying to remember yeah, you like here. You don't want a baseball bat. I kind of prefer that. There's a there's a gold top here. We'll talk about this next. That has a that has a thicker neck to it. Oh, before we go to that, I want to mention also uh, guitar straps. My buddy uh, Al Bain for leather. Oh. I've been using his stuff uh, exclusively for the last few years, and he's made me a bunch of custom straps that I really really love. Uh, this is like a, a not, this is a faux crocodile, I think. Mm -hmm. So it kind of looks, you can see, if you can see that. Story if you said it was real and he actually killed it for you. Maybe. Maybe he jumped you on his back know. and the night crocodile, the knee style. This one is. Uh, we'll put all the links, Sam. Okay. Yeah. So I'll I'll talk about this one too. This this is like a, a ringtail lizard leather that he died to be black which it's it's my favorite strap that's what favorite strap on the favorite guitar i thought you were gonna okay. say that your, your straps were gonna be from tammy no he hasn't made me one yet he hasn't so you have to join his patreon, cool. if you join his high the high tier of his patreon he'll he'll make you one but you gotta stay joined for a year so keep well, that coming maybe in. uh yeah maybe after a Let's see. I'm coming up on my two-year commitment to the band, so we'll mm -hmm. see. <laughs> Any anniversary, like a watch? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, yeah, this is. Um, I'm not taking this on this run. This is uh, mostly I use this for like the gold top drop C. Yeah, this is a uh, 2012 traditional, and uh, it's gold. And I use this. I've got it with some thicker strings on for like drop C and maybe even lower. What do you uh, use it for? Have you, well, yeah, that's what I ask you before. So what strings are you using? Gauges, I'm always curious, gauges. For, for the low yeah. stuff, I've got, I've got, I think these, it's 11 to 54. No, sorry, 11 to 52. So yeah, that's right. 11, 14, 18, 30, 42, 52. Uh, that's just for low tunings. On my main guitars, I'm using these, the Ernie Ball Mega Slinky. Mm -hmm. It's something they just came out recently. It's uh, 10 and a half. So 10 and a half, 13 and a half, 17 and a half. Why not go to 11? These go to 20. Uh, I've used 11s for the last five years. I was years. doing the Spinal Tap thing. But it goes to 10 uh, and a half. Uh, Why not go to 11? Uh, I got it. So have you used the 10 and a half yet? Strings? Yeah, I've been using these for the last little while. I don't remember how long. Uh, I've used elevens for like I've used elevens for like five years, but just with 
with both of the gigs with faster pussycat and with butterside both bands are in standard a lot well butterside isn't in standard very much anymore with a lot of the new stuff that we're writing but being in standard tuning it's just i just wanted a little like tens were too light for me but then 11s were just kind of i still liked it but 11s felt perfect to me at e flat and then uh i tried these just for fun and i haven't stopped using them since so I just ordered a ton of them for uh, for this tour from Ernie Ball. But uh, yeah, so that's this one. And then, yeah, these pickups got changed for pariahs as well. They're Are slightly different. Yes. Aha. Yeah. Well, makes sense. Uh, I guess I think that's you should be. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I got, I'm endorsed by uh, Friedman, Supro, uh, Pariah, Albane for leather. Coffin Case, Ernie Ball, uh, Solo Dallas. I'm missing one or two, but I'll think of it. In, in tune guitar picks, but we'll get to all those. Yeah. Okay, so that's this one. Uh, also change the tuners for Grovers. I might have to do some of this. Okay, this this guitar does not have Grovers, so we'll talk about this. And it, do, it does not have Grovers and it does not have Pariah pickups yet. Uh, this is a, a 71 or so Les Paul Custom that I got off Craigslist. What is that? Is it dark blue or black? Oh, it's black. It's hard to tell with your your submarine lighting. There. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't really like white light too much. Uh, the uh, So the story with this guitar is I had gotten in uh, an accident where uh, – my myself, my father, and a friend were rear-ended by a drunk driver coming home from a gig one night, and uh, basically, this guitar kind of showed up on Craigslist right after, you know, some insurance money came in. And my friend sent me this guitar. He saw it on Craigslist because I had kind of been looking around just for fun, and he did like a search of all of Craigslist, and this guitar had accidentally gotten listed in computers or something like that. So I messaged the guy uh around like 2 a.m i was coming home from a gig and then he messaged me back at like 4 a.m i was still awake because i couldn't stop thinking of this thing and i talked with him for a while and then he was like oh well i leave town at you know whatever this time so i got like three hours of sleep or something got up and i'm like oh, i just gotta feel the neck i gotta feel how the neck feels i gotta feel the frets and i felt it and i was that was it I'm very much, I, I do everything kind of just by feel. There's not really any like technical stuff, really. Everything's just kind of like a feel well, thing for me. I, I think it's very common with guitar players. It's very tactile. Yeah. Um, a lot of people say like, you know, the neck is too thick. I, I, you know, with Joe Bimasu, he has like a baseball bat thick or whatever type of guitar. But like most people have like a certain thing or they'll, or they'll, they'll stay in the back of the neck because it's too slim or... Um, I mean, everyone's got their little thing. There you go. Which this one already had. Because the difference is some people and the, the way it feels and it's just, you know, or. Yeah. You know. So, you know, this was just a real, a real lucky find because it's, uh, and for what I got it for, I, it was way just priced way, way lower than one of these guitars should have been. And, but I'm very thankful to have it. It's uh, 
it's kind of like the first really, really, really great Les Paul that I got. And it's just been really special. So it kind of sent me on this, you know, thing where I've kind of gotten all these other guitars here and there just because I just, I love it. So, so that, yeah, this one still has the original pickups and still has, you know, I, I want to swap them for Perez, but we haven't done that quite yet. And, but yeah, I, I really, really like this guitar. So you do it or does, do you have somebody do it for you? Probably do it for you. I, I, I have a couple friends help just cause I'm, you know, I, I can solder stuff, but I kind of just trust the, the, my well, pro, pro buddies to buy do it. it and I, got, yeah. I, got I don't open. trust myself. That's the thing I got one open. I'm like, you know what? I'll do everything, but I am not going to solder. I'm going to have somebody else do that part for me. I just, you know, I just want it to be reliable and not fail. Right. So. Yeah, exactly. I want to shake my guitar and also have it something fall apart or snap. Like, I want to know. Grown up did it. Yeah. And then uh, I will talk about, we can talk about one or two more guitars. I got to see it real quick. Let's see. This one is basically the the other half of that yellow one, the yellow Les Paul Special. Sorry, it's got like a mirror pick guard, so it's going to look all weird. I like that, but it's got a Bigsby on it, right? Yeah, so I got this I like that. before the... Uh, I got this before the Faster Pussycat tour, the first one that I did about two years ago and found it on Craigslist. Kind of the biggest reason that I got interested in it was the Bigsby. Cause I'm like, oh, that's really cool. It's the same guitar as my yellow special, but it's right. got a Bigsby. And um, turns out it's really, really annoying. But <laughs> no, they look kidding. really cool. But then I, I pulled them. I feel like I'm like, does this feel like I'm holding like an old car, a piece of an old car engine or something? It's uh no, it's really cool. And uh, I got this thing, this Vibramate thing that helps for stringing it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this one is is the same setup as the yellow one. So it's got the, the push pull, it's got the pariah in the neck, the D- Marzio super distortion 90 in the bridge. It's got Grovers from Craigslist. <laughs> yeah, and I swapped the uh the pick guard. The pick guard was just black, and then I I wanted a mirror pick guard and I've changed the knobs They're They don't really have the numbers on them or anything, but I just kind of thought it looked cool. I like that. I so, a lot. I, you know, I, I love, I love guitars that are rigged up like, um, like cars that are sleepers when you have, you can split it. I know I, I, got, yeah. I got a guy that does the same thing. He'll split it to like three different places. You know, they'll do like nice. a crazy wiring job and you'll be like, nice. Of sounds, you know what I mean? And then here's I'll just show one more thing just out of the out of the Gibson realm since all of these that we just talked about were Gibsons. Uh, this is a a Nash Tele, so it's kind of like a Tele Deluxe. Um, not really too too much to say about this. I haven't changed anything on it other than uh, the knobs, just because the other knobs were kind of a little close together. And but this has Lollers in it. And they come with Lawlers in them. And I got this off a of buddy a few years ago. And it's just a really, really cool, cool guitar. I really like it a lot. I don't I like really that. have any traditional kind of tellies, but I'll get. Well, I was going to say, I don't, in a lot of bands, a lot of rockers lately haven't had a lot of tellies lately because you usually find it in a <clears throat> different music. Yeah, yeah I mean, 
I, I love them though. I love, I love tellies. Uh, but this one has the humbuckers, which I really, really like. It's, you know, it's similar to a Les Paul, but it's, it's got the feel of kind of more of a, a telly kind of thing. It looks kind of sturdy. I like the worn out relic look on it. Yeah. And you know, some people don't like the relic thing, but I like, I like it because then when I have a, you know, a shiny, pretty guitar like that hollow body, I feel bad hurting it. You know, I feel that's bad. Where, that's what's the exact same yeah, thing. So, like. But you know, they're, they're tools to me at the same time. I'm not, you know, super, you know, oh my gosh, the scratches, blah, blah, blah. I, I, I love that. For the first you know, time when you, when you get it, it has been scratched yet. It's like a new pair of shoes. The first time you get a scuff, you're like, oh. Yeah. Now, when I was younger, much opposite. <laughs> but you know, stuff stuff changes as you get older. I got one my guitar. Realize you like other things. I still get Jurassic Park. Keep it with your theme, huh? Always. <laughs> uh, we can talk about. Uh, I've been yeah. using coffin case guitar cables for about the last three years, almost. Actually, this exact cable, Johnny Coffin gave this to me, like three years ago. And I've used this exact same cable for the last three years and it's, I've never had to change anything on it. It's, it works great. I've got them all in the, in the snake for the pedal board, which we can talk about next, or we can go to amps next either way. Pedal board. Keep going. All right, let's go. So this, I just built this, like it just got finished last night. That's beautiful. And uh, my friend Fitz, Fitz helped me with this a lot. He helped with soldering all the cables and getting that together. Uh, but I wired everything and put it, put it all together. This is a pedal board from uh, a company I found on Instagram called Morton Pedal Boards. Mm -hmm. Have you heard of them? I have not. I've been looking for pedal boards myself. That's why I'm really interested in this. This thing is really, really cool. These are like modular 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 yeah. yeah sorry english uh modular parts that go together so these are these are three different parts so this bottom part is a part top parts apart and then the side thing is oops flat so you can buy all these different parts and put them together to make this, your own the size you need instead of yeah like the size you need the layout you need if you want the the upper row to be raised up more if you want your wah pedal to cool, be flat. Because most times you don't get that. You get like one row or two rows. Yeah. Can you turn it around? So, How's it mounted? How are those mounted on there? Are they screwed? Uh, Velcro. Hmm? Velcro. Okay. Yeah, just with Velcro. And um, so, yeah, I really, really like this thing. I'm super excited to take it on the road. And the signal chain... So everything starts here with the Friedman buffer bay. Yeah. So goes from there into this fuzz pedal. So this green pedal is, I was playing in my hometown, which is St. Louis, Missouri. I was playing this really, really weird gig downtown and played before this band or played after this. I don't know. I asked this guy what this pedal was that he was using and he was like, oh, it's some weird fuzz that I made. You know, the guy made it. And then at the end of the night, he gave me this pedal. Oh, wow. And I've, 
I've never seen the guy again. I have no idea who he is. I have no idea anything about this pedal other than I really like how it sounds. <laughs> um, it's just kind of a weird fuzz thing. Uh, if anybody has heard the B-side from Faster Pussycat that just came out, Pirate Love, uh, halfway through uh, the guitar solo that I do on it, there's uh, this pedal clicks in. And it's this it's kind of this weird just big muffy fuzz thing so starts with that goes into the dunlop mini wah mm-hmm. which i love very very much uh i put like skateboard grip tape on it just to make it a little easier to grip goes from there into the j rocket rockaway uh archer pedal i don't know what it's called but it's the steve stevens pedal and it's based on, I guess, their Archer with an onboard EQ, which is really, really cool to be able to just like bump the mids up in your in your leads. So that's why I use that as I use that as uh, my overdrive for leads. Now, is there anything like passive so you can kind of pass through certain things if you want? Sorry. Now you can pass through some of those, right? If you don't want to use them, like if they're passive um, devices, you can kind of go through other ones. Oh, true bypass or something yeah yeah i don't really know how that works <laughs> i wasn't 100 sure myself that's what i was asking because i know some bypass certain things on those oh yeah and i haven't set one up uh, myself but so i was kind of curious you know but i just hit on that when i need more yeah. gain for a part or you know for a lead so i hit on that and then it goes from there into the uh tuner which this is just a boss tu2 that i got really bored one day and i sanded the finish off of and then uh my buddy Fitz added this little he's got one of those things to cut out guitar picks so he put a cut out guitar pick on a grip tape or whatever and then uh goes into the boss ce5 mm-hmm. chorus uh which i'm really not a big chorus guy but i'm just using it on this setup mostly to split into two amps so going out of here with both outs the first out goes back over to the buffer bay and that goes out to the first amp the second out comes back and goes over to the mxr talk box mm-hmm. which if you guys have heard the new faster pussycat single nola there is quite a lot of talk box on that yes so um i use that because with this particular talk box, it cuts off the signal going to the amp. And I wanted it to sound bigger and not just be, you know, forced to have the guitar signal cut off. So I split it into one of the amps. So you have one amp signal still going, but then you have the talk box. And then when I click off the talk box, then the two amps come back and then it sounds really big again. I like that. How'd you come up with that whole idea of the uh, your creation there? How'd I come up with that idea? Well, yeah, when you build a, a whole a whole rig, when you like you have a different basic idea. I just kind of all I do is think about this stuff, man, all day long. I just obsess over it. So uh, the idea from the talk box actually was from watching Doug Aldrich's rig rundown, a recent one that he did, and 
he was like, oh, I use the talk box. He splits it off like a volume pedal. So then he's able to fade in his regular guitar sound with a volume pedal. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I wonder if I could do that with splitting into the two amps. And then when it, the talk box goes off and it goes into the bridge of the song, then it's like a bigger impact bringing the second amp back in. So that's kind of where that idea came from. Well, it's cool because I didn't know, like, you know, if you say, hey, you know what, here's the deal. I got this, you know, I'm going to build this rig for the gig coming up. These are the 15 songs we're doing. So I have my needs and you start from what your needs are and then you'll start figuring how you can layer it in. And it's pretty, you know, with Faster Pussycat, it's pretty simple. Um, I will have you paste in another picture, maybe right here, of uh my other pedal board for Butterside, and it's quite a bit more complicated. A lot more pedals, a lot more moving parts. But, um, you know, even this is kind of a little bit complicated for this gig, but it's just, it's what I like to use. Um, oh, so then going down the line, you got the, the talk box, then that goes into the Solo Dallas Schaefer replica pedal, which is one of my favorite pedals ever. I love Solo Dallas. And that then goes into the second amp. And then there's the, uh, from the buffer bay, there's the effects loop. So the send and return, the send comes into this, which is a MXR custom audio boost pedal, which I use for solos just to give like a little bit of an actual volume boost because I don't trust sound guys. And uh, so then it's like, it makes them realize, oh, there's a guitar solo going on, cool. Um, and I've just always used that because I've grown up playing in bars where you don't really, some nights you don't have a sound guy, you know, you just set up the PA and then you're playing for the whole night. So uh, I got that idea just because I'm like, oh, you got to have an actual boost to get the solos louder. So I've always just kind of stuck with, with that from my mentality from back playing in bars. And then uh, that goes into this, which is the last pedal and it's the TC alter ego uh, it's a vintage echo so it's kind of like a mostly analog delay mm -hmm. and it gives three options so there's one two three and then it's got a tap tempo and so i got one set up for my main delay one set up is like a really 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 quick slap back and one set up is kind of a longer uh really kind of over the top delay for just for different things so, and it's all powered by, it's all powered by the Friedman power grid 10 power supply. Now, is there ever like, I mean, you play are the pretty like legit now clubs or like power issues? Uh, knock on wood, usually, uh, usually have pretty decent luck. So, um, I've got a couple things. On, you know, uneven power coming in and crappy stuff like that. I've got a couple things that I carry with me to, to kind of help with some of that stuff. I've got a Friedman or Furman, uh, like power conditioning strip thing. And I have like a Humex and I have a couple and I always carry ground lifts too, just in case, just to have in case there's any issues. Um, and then, uh, all that stuff runs into this stuff. So, um, the first stamp, the main amp, is a Friedman small box, which okay. I've used this for about uh, a little over four years, I think. 
I just got it back from Mr. Dave Friedman himself. He did some tweaks to it and made it sound really, really cool. And so I love this. This has been just the sound in my head that I've always wanted and it's, it's great. And then this cab is a Friedman 412 cab. Uh, on the road with, with Faster, I'm going to be using a couple of their Black Star cabs just for ease to make, make stuff a little easier. And they have two of them. So, so I like being able to use a couple. And then this, this is a Supro Black Magic. Uh, this is just the, the cab. I just threw that up there so you could be able to see it. But I'm using the 112 combo along with this cab. So it's a little mini stack. And I really, really like these amps. I got, on, I got the idea of using these after I did uh, these sessions in New York back in September, end of August, early September for this, this artist named Dorothy. And we didn't use a single half stack amp. We got all these giant tones with all these little combo amps and stuff. So that's where I got the, the idea to do the Supro thing. And I'm really liking how it's working out so far. So the, the, with this rig, uh, Friedman's the main, Supro's are the secondary and the talk box side of the rig with the solo Dallas runs into the Supro's. Oh, that's crazy, man. Good job. That's, that's a lot of fun. I mean, like I said, I just, I obsess over gear, man. All I do is look on Craigslist and Reverb all day or watch rig rundowns or just think of how to make it better and just always trying to improve things because I just, I'm, I'm obsessed. That's my, that's my drug. You know, I don't, I don't party or do drugs or anything like that. Music and gear and everybody about it anymore. is what, you know, yeah, you know, a lot of people do. <laughs> Not the ones that are really working. Exactly. You know, they might have a few beers now. It's the old timers, but really, all the guys I'm sure you know, Tammy's clean. All the guys that really work hard and really put on a show are clean at this point. Yeah. It's really the way to go. You know, it's, yeah. And um, let's see what else. Uh, for picks, just got these for this, this run. I got a few different designs with Intune that I that put together just for this run. So this is kind of like the old school logo with a skull. Yep. And then and then nice. I did some some picks for the the single with the single logo or the single art on it. Oh wow. And then uh are those the ones you're putting in your tin that you're selling? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Or is that I don't a know, everybody. Everybody will just have to be surprised. I'll That's cut this I'm out. Gonna... I don't care. I cut this out. I'm just asking. No, no, no. Sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. Everybody's gonna just get surprised. And then I've been playing with, even though I I have an endorsement with Intune, uh, I've been using these Dunlop Sharp picks mm -hmm. because I kind of just like I really like how the Intune ones play, but then I also just always try different things. And then if there's something that kind of makes more notes happen. I start using that for a little while and then I change to something else 
but right now I've been using these, the Tortex Sharp one millimeter. And I actually just got these the other day. I saw these randomly again on Craigslist. It was like Jeff Loomis signature Dunlop Oltex Sharp picks or something. And I was those. like, I was like, that's really weird. I've never heard of those. And I got on Amazon and ordered some and I haven't stopped playing them since I got them. So uh, that's these, they're like 1.5 millimeters. So I've been using like a one millimeter or, or a 1.14. So either for, to convert that to other humans to understand like a, a blue Dunlop or a purple Dunlop basically. And uh, like yeah. This. Yeah, like that. There you go. I'm a dork. I have so many different types of picks. I, I try too. of different types. I'm like, this is cool, but this would be good for this. But then you couldn't possibly have all those all those picks in your hand at the same time for all the different spots that you think would be great. I literally have a ton here in my in my desk drawer just to to grab if I'm here working on something. I'm like, oh, I need a, a metal pick, or I need this, or I need to try this, or you know, something. Um, and then, not all the time, but sometimes I use in ears. So. Not with faster pussycat. That's where I just keep it real old school. But I use ultimate ears and ears, and I love them very much. And uh, eclipse gum. That's pretty important. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh, a sure wireless. I run everything with a sure wireless. That I love very very much. Um, I have this case. I'll send a, a picture that you can snap in, but yeah, uh, this Enki, Enki two guitar case, which is really, really, really awesome for traveling. It helps a lot. And I think that's it. I don't think I'm leaving anything out, but I think that's it. That's a pretty, that's the most detailed one we've ever done so far. <laughs> Probably the first real, real one I've done. So you're the first guitar breakdown. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Oh, well. And, send me the links if anybody you want promoted yeah and um, yeah all these companies man i'm very very thankful for for everybody who supports me and helps me and it's it's really really awesome so everybody should should please if they can go support them you know get yourself a great guitar strap from albang get yourself some great pickups from pariah just any any of these companies it's just really really awesome stuff you piqued my curiosity on a lot of these too. So, so nice. last minute um, before we wrap up, just people coming up. You're hitting the road next week. Yeah, hitting mm-hmm. the road with with Faster Pussycat. We're out from uh, June 18th until August 1st or so for about six weeks, and then there'll be some other stuff coming up down the line. Some some stuff with. My other band, Butterside, we just got announced on Rocklahoma. So we'll be doing some stuff around that. That's the first weekend in September. And then um, some other stuff coming up later in the year. Yeah, if uh, you, if you, you don't already. Bon Jovi, please... right. I forgot. We'll talk about that another time. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> no. I wish. Yeah. I wish. But uh, if everybody wants to follow me on Instagram, it's at Sam Bam Colton. K-O-L-T-U-N. And you know, I post everything there that's going on. It's the place and he's all kinds of great pictures and 
live pictures and clips and I follow them. So it's gotta be good. Thanks man. <laughs>